0: And around the world, we attract evil. We humans attract evil willingly and unwillingly, knowingly and unknowingly, all the time. That is our flesh. Our flesh desires to attract evil. And when you attract evil and allow evil into your life, It's going to do just that. It's going to get in to your mind, your body, your soul, your tongue, and it's just going to destroy you from the inside out. And Satan loves nothing better. Satan loves to destroy your self-confidence. Satan loves to destroy that line of communication that you have with God, with Jesus, They love when they can kill babies in the womb, these evil spirits. Satan, the devil, the father of lies, and all of his disgusting dark minions love and prey on hurt. But Satan is a liar all of the time. And today, there is no possible way that we can discuss today's topic without getting into the topic of depression. Now, much like abortion and religion and addiction, depression is a topic that is very touchy for people to talk about. And I don't know why. Been there, done that myself. But looking back on all of it, hindsight being 2020, as it always is, I realized just how much of that deep, deep, dark time in my life was brought on and kept on by myself. Not some hereditary problem Not some, well, it runs in my family excuse. Because, ladies and gentlemen, while some people may have this happen where it runs in their family, and some people might talk about chemical imbalances, chemical imbalances, ladies and gentlemen, are not fake, but they're also not as real as science and medicine and doctors would lead you to believe it is. Remember, they want you dependent on them, not him. And when you're dependent on them, they will have you believe in almost anything on on earth is possible for the reason of why you are depressed. It's hereditary. It's a chemical imbalance. It runs in my family. There's nothing I can do about it. Melissa Steppe says it runs in my family. Two family members have taken their own lives. And that's the part that we get to that is going to get some people upset and other people, it won't. Because the Bible tells us that depression is not what science tells us it is. If you believe in God... And if you understand Philippians 4.13, then you can understand, ladies and gentlemen, that with Christ, all things are possible. So let me say that one more time. With Christ, all things are possible. Possible. Not some things, not some things with medication. Not, well, that might not be because it's hereditary. All things are possible. That means walking away from your lesbian and homosexual gay tendencies. That means walking away from addiction, whether it's in your family or not. That means walking away from alcoholism, whether it's in your family or not. That even means standing up and shedding off depression, whether it is in your family or not. And it has nothing to do with how strong you are or how great you are. everything comes from Jesus. The power that you need to overcome this stuff comes from Jesus. So when I say to you, and I know people are going to take this out of context and people are going to not understand what I'm saying and misunderstand what I'm saying. When I say to you, I did it. So can you, that is something you don't want to say to people. You do not want to say that to somebody. Because if you say to somebody who has depression or loneliness or feels like they're having suicidal thoughts, I got away from that, so can you. Just get over it. Worst thing you could possibly say to somebody who's feeling that. Because what is inside of them is evil and demons, and they are tormenting their self-worth. They're tormenting their connection to God. You don't have the strength to overcome this stuff. Neither do I. So you can't say to somebody, I did it. How hard is it? Just stop being sad. Being with Christ. Any and all things are possible. And if you listen to testimony of people who were in the deepest, darkest, depressive states, some far more than you. Some, maybe not as much as you, but I'm talking about attempted suicide after attempted suicide. They will tell you the only way out of it for me was Christ. People have told me, and I myself can tell you this. We've taken medication, we've taken classes, we've done everything that the doctors and the hospitals and the psychologists and the psychiatric evaluations told us to do. We've done everything that the therapists told us to do. We've tried family, we've tried vacations, we've tried changing our career, we've tried changing our circumstances, we've tried taking ourselves out of one environment to put ourselves in another environment. We've done everything we can. Nothing is working. I'm still trying to cut myself. I'm still trying to take um, too much medication. I'm still trying to drink myself to death. I'm still trying to, to, to shoot up. I'm still trying to do whatever I can to kill myself because I'm so depressed. And I can't stop. Have you tried to take three of these? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? If so... If not, take three of these and call me in the morning. Depression. While it, the feeling might be real, the word is not. While the effects of it and the consequences of depression are real, it doesn't have to be. And we know this because the Bible tells us this. Debbie says, I need to hear this fighting alcohol. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you for being honest to God, not to the LFA chat, not to me, but to God, because you're here because you don't want to be part of that. With Christ, all things are possible. Philippians 4.13. Now, today wasn't about depression. Today was talking about attracting evil. But when you attract evil, the devil is going to harp on three or four things to destroy you. One is your self-worth. God tells you that you are his most precious. God tells you that he built you, made you in his image. That there is nothing more important to him than you. So who comes along and who's the father of lies? Who tells you you're not worth anything? Who tells you that you don't have anything to offer somebody? Who tells you that you should just die? Does it, is it God? And for all of those people that are watching that are not believers yet, or that are unbelievers that are suffering from depression. And you think to yourself, this is just some guy ranting. This can't be real. It is tried, proven and tested tried, tested, and proven, however which way you want to say it. It is tried. It is tested. It is proven over and over and over and over and over and over again. As a matter of fact, it has a 100% success rate. Can any medication or any psychologist or any psychiatrist or therapist or any kind of diagnosis or any kind of anything coming from any man be 100% effective? No. God is God is. Satan is the father of lies. If he's telling you that you are depressed and you are lonely and nobody loves you and nobody's there for you and you have no way out, that's where those thoughts and feelings are coming from. Not from your mother and father who lived before you. God God tells us we are not fighting against flesh and bone and blood, that is your mom and dad, they have their own souls, their souls are not your souls, your soul was given to you by God, your parents were merely and utterly and only the vessel that brought you to earth, that's it, You get nothing from your mother. You get nothing from your father that you can't overcome with Christ because you are you. You are your own soul. You are your own body. You are your own mind. You are your own tongue. You are your own heart. And the Holy Spirit dwelling within you is not going... If if, if you say that it is hereditary and you can't get over it, then that means you are limiting God so much. You are limiting the Holy Spirit and Jesus' power over your life so much. God tells you how much power he has given you, the individual, Ashley and JV and Pursuit of Happiness and Patty and CQ and Daisy and American and Melissa Steffi and L Jacobs and Debbie and Lord Fishy. God gave you the power to overcome anything that Satan throws at you, and we're going to prove it today. It's all lies. Alcoholism, addiction, depression, loneliness, sadness, all of it. It's all lies. You weren't built that way. You just weren't. So no matter what excuse the doctors or your families or your friends or physicians or hospitals or therapists um, and, 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 and psychologists and psych- psychiatrists have told you, the experts, they're wrong. Their job depends on you staying that way. Is not it wrong, Eli? Hospitals are not there to be proactive. They're there to be reactive therapists and psychologists and all of these people yes while some of them are in it for the right reasons the vast majority of them are there because you have problems they're not making money because you're a happy christian going about life with joy singing zippity do da zippity jesus is with me it's a wonderful day well i hope i got I gotta, gotta go see a therapist Zippity doo da. I gotta go see a psychiatrist. I'm depressed. I love God. No, it doesn't work that way. The father of lies is going to tell you that you are a broken, beaten up, battered individual and you are not. You are tried, tested and proven. You are wearing the armor of God and you were sent here to occupy this body from God, not from Satan. All bad things come from Satan, not from God. So how did they get inside you? That. That is what we need to break down today. I don't know if I've ever started a show out like this, Eli. Eli. I'm 27 minutes in. I have not even said that I haven't even gone to the Lord in prayer, which we're going to do right now. But this is a topic that is so very important that is affecting so many of you in the chat affecting me affects everybody. How did it get in there in the first place? How we're going to discuss it today, but really it comes down to you attracted it and you let it in time to get rid of it. All of it today. Today's the day folks today's you're gonna you're gonna grab that depression you're gonna walk it out the door by the back of its head and you're gonna say get out of my house right now as for me and my home we will serve the lord and if you live there alone it's still we will serve the lord because you are there with the father you are there with the son and you are there with the holy spirit as for me in my house We will serve the Lord. I am no longer going to be angry. See ya. I am no longer going to be depressed. See ya. I am no longer going to be suicidal or or anxiety driven or scared or have any fear. See ya. Today is that day. Shed it. Shed it. Get rid of it. It's that easy. I don't want you anymore. I do not want you anymore. I want something else. I want something different. I want something better. I want something that no doctor, no therapist, no psychologist, no hospital, no pharmacist, and no medical facility told me that I need. I need something that I can get right here, right now. I can go to www.helpmejesus.com right now. I don't think that's a real uh, website. I'm just saying that. And I can get it right now. I know what the diagnosis is. I am messed up. The diagnosis is I'm not right. I don't feel good in here in the depths of my soul. I feel terrible. What do I do about it? Pay somebody an ungodly amount of money to keep you coming back in a revolving door of paying their life? No, not going to do it. We're not doing it. As for me and my house, we serve the Lord and I'm going to go to God with all of these problems that come from evil spirits only. They do not come from God.
1: Woo!
0: Wow, what a start. I need some Rise Up Coffee. Wow. All right. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one. I think I'm working up a sweat, Eli. I got sweat going on up in here. Now you I asked, I prayed to be on fire with the Holy Spirit this morning. I did. I said, oh, I said, God, take over my body today. I am giving you all authority. Take over. Let the Holy Spirit speak through me. I just want to learn. Reveal to me things I don't know. Reveal to the things to the LFA family they don't know. And let's put it into practice today. And I got to tell you, I feel it. I feel it. Okay. Okay. In Jesus' name, Lord and Heavenly Father, we come to you today awestruck by your power, glory, grace, and mercy upon our lives. We thank you for giving us what we ask for. We thank you for allowing us to receive what you give us, the word. In the beginning, there was the word, and it was with you, and you were the word. And that word is so liberating. That word is so powerful, that word is so strong that it can cast out demonic depression, demonic alcoholism and addiction and loneliness and sadness in a second, in the blink of an eye. Lord, reveal to us today what our diagnosis is and give us the cure. Your son, who died on that cross. We know that Adam willingly gave up his power to crush the evil that has been running rampant on this earth ever since. But Jesus came to give us the power back. And today we have that power. And today we're going to prove it. Thank you so very much for this message, as so many needed to hear it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Remember, these people that tell you that you're depressed, lonely, sad, you have suicidal thoughts, all that stuff. They're going to prescribe you the things that actually cause it to happen more. Right, Eli? Don't believe me? Watch any of the commercials of the medications you take. Could cause suicidal thoughts, death, rashes, severe pain, puking, vomiting, bleeding of the anus. Oh, I've, I've seen it all. You know what? Doesn't happen when you go and take a hundred percent of it. Jesus Christ does not destroy your life when you let him in. JDN, walk around your property praying, build a barrier like they did around Jericho. That's what I'm talking about, baby. That's what I'm talking about. All my feels like Jericho walls got to come down, come down. All my fears like Jericho walls got to come down, come down. Yes, that's what I am talking about. Let's go to the verse of the day today, folks. Powerful, powerful stuff here on Rise Up this morning. Maybe the most powerful show we've ever had. Maybe the most energized and, and, and needed show that we have ever had. 249 episodes in, and we are just cranking. We've got 1,500 people watching. Thank you guys all for being here. Please give us a thumbs up, share, because I guarantee you, you have people in your life that need to hear this message today. Vita Rosa Eli just gave a $250 donation saying, amen. Speak the truth. And Arthur C. Nettler, in in 2002, I lost five companies and $7.4 million in a divorce. The next morning, I could not take it. I went to my car to crash into a bridge. Ten minutes into the drive onto my bridge, my car ran out of gas. Wow. Wow. I know that you guys have had these conversations before and you've had a completely different outlook than you do right now based on what I'm saying. I'll guarantee you that people that suffer from depression in this chat right now have had somebody tell them, you can get over it. It's not hereditary. It doesn't come from your mother. It doesn't come from your father. It's all you. Just be happy. And you hated that, didn't you? That ticked you off, didn't it? That made you upset, didn't it? Because you want a scapegoat. Because you want to blame it on something other than you standing up and saying, Jesus, get this out of my life. You may not have ever known that you have the power to speak that authority. You might not have ever known that Jesus gave you, L. Jacobs and Bad Moon and, 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 and ZBM, that he gave you, Sue and, 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 and Miranda and Wayne, the power to say, I don't want it. No more excuses. It's over. We are God-fearing, God-loving, armor-of-God-wearing children of God, and this stuff stops today because the Bible tells us so. I don't need a doctor when I've got God. I don't need a physician when I've got Jesus. Well, sometimes we need a physician, but science is, science is real, but not these pharmaceutical companies and these lies. That's what I'm talking about. They make money off of your pain. That's what I'm talking about. The Lord healed me of depression, said Danes. How many else? How many other people in this chat right now? Did the Lord heal from depression, anxiety, fear, and loneliness? Raise your hand. Can I raise five hands? Can I raise my feet? I'm rapture ready, baby. Ain't no taking me off my square. Not no more. No way, no how. Not no way, no how. Right, Eli? Nobody gets to see Jesus unless you receive him into your heart. Not no way, not no how. Yeah. Well, I've got the cross that he gave me. Well, why didn't you say that in the first place? Come on in. Come on, that's a horse of a different color. That's a cross of a different color. Man, I tell you what, I feel good today, Eli. I feel happy. You feel happy today? Here, take, here. Some on my happiness. There you go, I hit him in the head. I hit him in the head. Oh, I think today, praise God. Yes, I am delivered and been there, done that. Absolutely, ag-a-ful, ag a ag oh agoraphobia yeah that's rough my sister has that issue as well you look at Jeremy thank you very much I'm loving your happiness well we gotta have you got you gotta be happy you know what I'm saying okay let's go to the verse of the day we're gonna go to Luke 10 so please open up your Bibles if you can to Luke 10 Luke which is probably the best book to read during Christmas am I right uh, am I right uh, Luke chapter 10, and we're going to go to verse 18. Okay. I'll read it to you. I got to be honest, Eli. Eli said, I'm sucking all the joy out of the studio. You can't suck all the joy out when God gives the joy, Eli. Uh, <laughs> I got to be honest. I did not think today's show was going to go like this. I thought the minute that I brought up depression, and how it's fake and not real and not what people think it is. I thought for sure. I, I'm never watching Jeremy ever again. He's a liar. He didn't read his Bible correctly. He's, he's a false prophet. Blah, 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 blah. Well, first of all, I'm not a prophet at all. So that's false. That's fake news. I jot that down. <laughs> Second of all, this tells me the, the, the way you guys are responding in the, in the live chat This tells me that you guys have come a long way on this journey with me, and I've come a long way on this journey with Jesus and all of you. I'll tell you that. Wow. I once was depressed. God set me free. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind. But now I see a man who saved a wretch like me. Right? Anyway, folks, here we go. Luke 10 verse 18 through 20. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall, be, shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. So I'm going to just tell you this right now, folks if you will not stand up and exercise your authority over your sadness, over your depression, and if you do not stand up and exercise your authority over the evil spirits that somewhere along the lines you've allowed in and they've festered inside you, then you are just as guilty for keeping it as the devil is For bringing it. If you know the problem, you know the diagnosis, you know you have God there to help you, and you choose to stay in it, you either need to get more into the word, or you need to get more into fellowship with other people around you, So that they can strengthen you in the word of God. And that is why church is so important. They say, well, you don't need church. Church is just a building. Don't reduce church to a building. I get it. I get it. But you need fellowship. Jeremy, they passed down through generations too. Generational curses. Now, if you want to talk about passing down from your mother and father, I so much, so much agree more with generational curses than I do hereditary problems. See, science and the pharmaceutical companies and the doctors and all of that, they have changed the names, right? They've changed it to, um, and they do it all the time. Generational curses are real. The Bible talks about it. Hereditary alcoholism is not The Bible talks about it. Now, generational curses are brought onto your family by your mothers and fathers or grandmas and grandpas or whatever, or your ancestors because of evil that they did. So that means they've opened the door to evil in their homes, in their families, in their lives. But you can stop it right there and say, the buck stops with me. I'm done. The buck stops right here. In Jesus' name, I cast you out. The buck stops here. So while generational curses are very much real, very much real, you can stop it. Look, at HMC Grady He says, depression ran in my family too until it ran into me. Jesus is the deliverer. The deliverer. Now that is what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. My husband did just that, Jeremy. Amen. Amen, Ashley. Ooh, I like what Amanda Collins just said. She kind of echoed a JFK thing, but for God. Ask not what God can do for you today, but what you can do for God today. May your eyes see what he sees. May your tongues be tamed by Gid's word. Who's Gid, Amanda? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Who's... (laughs) You ruined a funny joke, you. (laughs) Get out of my off-eye. Me love you long, Tim. (laughs) They know the office, Eli. Cut it out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got 1,500 people watching. Let's get right to what I said about this, okay? Depression. Imprisonment. Tormented by evil. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if that sounds like things you've gone through in your life or maybe something you might be going through right now. Depression, imprisonment, and tormented by evil. None of these things happen without our permission. None of these things happen without our permission. Let me say that one more time, just in case. Depression, imprisonment, tormented by evil. None of these things happen ever to anyone in the history of time without their permission. And none of it is hereditary as modern experts would tell you that it is. Philippians 4.13 tells us that with Christ, all things are possible. So that means all things can be done and all people can be healed. That's what that means. I have seen the worst of the worst, myself and in other people. The most rock bottom situations that people could ever be, com- be in completely turned around in a flash once they allow Jesus in and kick out the demons that have dwelt there for so long. They may have been given to you by your parents. Some people in this chat were wrongfully touched. Molested when they were younger and evil was brought on to them from a very early age. Get rid of it today. Time to get rid of it today. We attract the evil. And then, knowingly or unknowingly, we let it in. No evil, no demon, no evil spirit can inhabit our minds, bodies, or souls without our allowance. Understand that. That is where all the problems stem from, and the Bible tells us so. I know that this is a touchy subject. Trust me. However, if we continue to attract the evil by pleasing our flesh, then it will come back like the sick, twisted, and perverted people of Sodom and Gomorrah when they came to rape the angels before they were utterly destroyed by them. Remember that story? I got a video here to show you. When Lot's wife looked back, she desired to know what was still happening in the old life that God told them to run from. God said, do not keep your focus on the sinful place that you dwell, he told Lot and his family. And the sin that dwells in you, he wants you to run from it and not look back. He knows the outcome if you do. What an important topic to discuss today. 1,621 people, God wants more. God wants more. Check this out.
2: In the twilight, two angels arrived at Sodom. Lot, seated at the city gate, welcomed them with a deep bow, urging them to stay at his home, Lot prepared a meal. Yet, wickedness loomed as the city's men, young and old, besieged Lot's house, demanding the newcomers for ill intentions. Lot, distressed, offered his two daughters. Instead, they angrily turned down his offer. The angels intervened, blinding the assailants, warning Lot of imminent destruction. They instructed him to flee with his family. The angels led him, his wife and daughters out of the doomed city. As dawn approached, the angels urged Lot to hasten, cautioning against looking back. Despite their warning, Lot's wife glanced back, turning into a pillar of salt. Divine wrath reigned upon Sodom and Gomorrah, obliterating the cities and their inhabitants, leaving behind desolation. Disobedience always attracts God's judgment.
0: Wow. Disobedience. Disobedience always attracts God's judgment. Wow! So you have allowing evil in that destroys you and you have disobedience that brings God's judgment on you while you're suffering. How many of you have heard people say, oh, why always me? When it rains, it pours. It never stops. And it seems to be like every minute they have another problem, they have another issue, and they never, ever, 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 ever change. And it's been a decade, two decades, and the same people are saying the same things over and over and over again. And you keep helping them over and over and over again. And the one thing that they, you know that they could do that they won't do is the very reason that they keep having problems. Well, that is attracting evil, allowing it in, having it destroy you, and God bringing judgment on you over and over and over and over again or allowing allowing you to just basically give you an inch, you'll take a mile, hang yourself with that rope. That's what he allows you to do. He doesn't bring anything bad upon you until the ultimate judgment day, but he does allow it all to happen. He basically allows you to judge yourself. <laughs> he allows you to sit there and just destroy yourself because you have a choice and you don't have to. We cannot allow the evil in. Now, some people out there might say, none of this is real. This guy is just doing this for clout or donations or whatever. You know you know how the people are. But I want to tell you, man, what this next video is going to show you about the Bible being the true word of God, just in what, just in what he says alone. Proves it to be true, if you ask me.
3: The is just another book. No, first off, that's wrong. The Bible's not a book. Bible six is six books. Forty different people wrote it. Over fifteen hundred years. There's never been a book like that in history, ever. Does that make it the Word of God? No. It just means it's worth considering, because there's never been a book like this. It gives you some reason to consider it over the others. Well, how about history? For hundreds of years archaeology has used the Old Testament and new to find buildings, to find people, to find civilizations, to find kings that didn't exist or they didn't think they did and suddenly the Bible said they're there and they dug it up and there it was. Does that make it the Word of God? No. It means it's historically accurate. Real people really existed and really wrote down what they saw. It's worth considering. And then they said, we're going to have God show up and lots of people said that. Lots of religions say it. Don't worry, we'll prove it, as a rational God would do. I will do prophecies. I will show that I'm not trapped in linear time, that I can see beyond where you are. I will give prophecies to tell you what the guy, when I show up and God appears on earth to reveal himself, I'll show you what he's going to look like. Over 300 prophecies. And then a man showed up one day, named Jesus. And he said, I'm that guy. And he fulfilled all 300 prophecies. That's impossible. People could say, well, yes, uh, they just wrote it afterwards and filled it all in. But we know that the first Greek translation of the Old Testament was done 250 years before Jesus was born. And people say, yes, what's the difference, you know?
0: Great points, every single one of them. If the Bible isn't real, and by the way, he said the Bible's just a book. The Bible, well, no, the Bible 66 books written by 40 different people over 1,500 years. And historians have actually went to the Bible in order to find places that they needed to find geographically on earth in order to dig somewhere, in order, to, in order to, to validate something. They go to the Bible. Isn't that weird? So some things are true, but other things aren't. Isn't that weird? All I know is this. And I tell my kids this. If I have seen God and I have talked to God and I walk with Jesus and the Holy Spirit daily and that book, once I started understanding and living my life, according to that book, every problem that I ever brought on myself was gone. And every problem that I didn't bring on myself, I am working through currently now. I have never had more joy in my heart. I have never had so much happiness and peace in my life. And I have never been more driven and focused and saved than I am right now. It's worth taking a look, as that guy said. It's worth considering, as that guy said. I am the worst of the worst. I am Paul from the Bible, trust me when I tell you, now ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to spend the next couple minutes watching just some of this uh, video, um, where students ask tough questions about the Bible, I don't have enough time to play all of it, but I do want to play some of it, I didn't know I was going to go off like I did today, spend so much time talking about it, but the Holy Spirit clearly had something to say,
4: Roll it. Um, it kind of has dealt with my past. Uh, definitely grew up as an atheist, and mm-hmm. an atheist for a couple years of college. Um, but when we talked about moralism, or we're talking about moral standards, um, how do we reconcile the moral standards that we see in the Old Testament versus the moral standards of the New Testament? So when I refer to the Old Testament, I'm typically referring to specifically, like, Joshua and Judges, mm-hmm. um, where you mm-hmm. see the like Israelites going into Canaan Mm -hmm. and conquering kingdoms. And it's saying to devote that all to utter destruction, man, Mm -hmm. woman, Mm -hmm. livestock, Mm -hmm. burned to the ground, killed. Mm -hmm. Um, You also see like the women being like made slaves or being like added into the family. Mm -hmm. Um, But also that you see the God of the New Testament says, every life has their sanctity to life. And that every life has meaning and I'm dying for that meaning.
1: This young girl in the Q and A line asked the question very well, Frank Turek I think does a good job of addressing it given the time that he has. I'm gonna give you guys some additional thoughts on the back end to kind of continue to impact this subject matter, and then also announce a little bit of an exciting uh, update on the channel here. So that being said, let's go ahead and dive in. Is God immoral for killing the Canaanites, right? That's basically what you're talking in Joshua, okay? Um, Well, first of all, the question I wanna ask is, if there is no God, why is any Old Testament atrocity Wrong, because atheists typically answer this question. I understand you're not an atheist, yeah. but when they say, well, the God of the Bible is immoral, I go, time out. What's your moral standard? If you're an atheist, there is no moral yeah, standard. It's just your opinion, okay? But a fair question for an atheist would be to say, yeah, but you're saying you're God's loving, so it's a problem for your worldview. Okay, fair enough. So the next question I want to ask is this. Is God arbitrary or does he give reasons for judging people in the Old Testament? There it is. He gives reasons, right? He doesn't just wake up like a mob boss and go, Canaanites, I want them dead. Right. He's got reasons for it. And probably the biggest reason after 400 years of warning is that the Canaanites were sacrificing their children on the molten hot god Molech, this idol. They would heat this thing up. It was metal. And then they put their babies on the arms of this being, this idol, and watch their babies sizzle to death. In fact, Plutarch, who was a Greek writer, this is not in the Bible, he says that the villagers would beat their drums louder when this was going on so the parents couldn't hear you the, hear the screams. screams of their yep. own children yep. being sacrificed. Yep. Now, on every college campus I go to, typically an atheist will stand up, well, if there's a good God, why doesn't he stop all the evil in the world? Well, here's a situation where God saw evil and said, that's it, we've got to stop it. Israelites, go stop it. Hmm. And now they're complaining, right?
4: So recordings just got back.
1: All right. Well, really, that's all I wanted to show you from that
0: video anyway, because a lot of people will say, well, then why did God wipe out so many people in the Old Testament? Why did he have the Jews just murder every man, woman, and child in those in those places? Because the evil was just run had run too rampant. Look at Sodom and Gomorrah. Or here's a scary thought. Look at the United States of America in 2023. Now you know why I say so much on Live from America that we won't make America great again until we make America godly again. It doesn't matter how great our economy is, how strong our dollar is, what leader we have. If God is not in our country as a people, then we are doomed. Doomed. And that is what I try to do so very much, is bring God and politics together. The two things that they told you never to talk about. Here we are doing it for a living. How about that? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for Rise Up today. Um, (laughs) I'm going to leave you with the same way I brought you in with some good Christmas medley music. Uh, I have, like always now, we have a two-hour show at 11 o'clock that I hope that you guys can all join in. It's really nice to be able to see the whole LFA family in two straight hours in one show rather than split up throughout the day. I do want to tell you um, to make sure that you watch Trumpet Daily at 9 p.m. here on Rumble because we start the day out with God and then we end the day with a little bit of politics but a lot of God in it with Stephen uh, Flurry and Trumpet Daily as well. And I also want to let you guys know that the Rapture Ready shirts that you've been seeing on JeremyHarrell.com, we have a very limited supply of certain sizes. So if we run out, we won't have that size again until after Christmas because we don't have billions of dollars, so we can't buy a warehouse at a time. Anyway, folks, thank you for joining in today. I hope I didn't offend anybody with anything. I spoke truth. I spoke what God wanted me to speak, and I let the Holy Spirit take over. So if depression and loneliness and sadness and all that is destroying your life, just stand up and say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to leave. Open your door, kick it out, and uh, pray our hedge of protection over that home. I love you guys. God bless you. And I'll see you at 11. Mike Crispy comes up next with Unafraid. See you later, folks.